Welcome to Footy Stories with Alex Bolter and Ryan Rainville. Alex and Ryan take you through the lives of different footballers, coaches and ambassadors, as well as relevant news in the football world from a Canadian perspective. Alex is an UEFA A licensed certified coach who runs a soccer club. Ryan is an avid observer who has a unique outlook on the game and industry. Together, they bring you the stories of today. like to welcome Gary Fuendo. Gary is from La Liga. He's worked for Athletic Bilbao, overseeing their development for many years. And now he runs his own company called Kimmet Sport, where he works with La Liga and they carry their vision and methodology all over the world, including the United States. So he's going to give us his perspective on Spanish football, as well as how it affects the U.S. and the game going forward in North America. Gotti, how are you? Hi, how are you? Fine. I'd like to introduce you to my friend uh, Ryan. All right. Hello, Gary. How are you? Thank you for joining Hello. us. No, thank you, you for asking me for doing this. It's a pleasure for me. Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're really excited to have you on the show. Um, and I guess we'll jump right into it, uh, if, you're, if that's okay with you. Um, so as Spain's leagues are coming back, uh, what involvement do you have currently with uh, Spanish football? Uh, nowadays, uh, uh, I have been during 32 years working like a coach. Uh, last nine years, I created my own company, Kimet Sport. Before that, I was six years in Athletic Club de Bilbao and uh, before that in other clubs. And last nine years, the last seven years, I am the, the technical methodological advisor of uh, Spanish uh, Federation Committee. Also, five years, uh, like uh, technical and methodological advisor of La Liga. And nowadays, too, last four years, uh, sport advisor of AFE. AFE is the Spanish Players Association. Last three years, I am working like uh, advisor of uh, Osasuna, uh, Osasuna First Division Club. Also with Sporting de Gijón and Atletico Madrid and another club. So let me ask you: Do you have time to eat with all that work you do? <laughs> yes, yes. Because I am, uh, when I leave Athletic, I decided not to be only in a club. Uh, I decided to 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 do my project and be advisor of different projects, implement projects. Nowadays, with Kimet, we are implementing projects in more than 20 countries and we have customers in more than 105 uh, different countries. So it's the way that I, I travel. I know football in different parts of the world and, and what me, with my advisory, uh, I am able to, to be with different uh, countries, uh, federation entities and clubs, of course. So, okay, so let's, we're going to talk about Kim in a little bit later, your company. Yes. So what sort of things do you advise La Liga on? So yes. explain, like, yes. just give us some examples. Yes, of course. Look, with, with La Liga, uh, I have been working with La Liga five years. In, uh, I have been the, they have taken my methodology, okay, to implement my methodology and my technology, my, my tools, to implement projects in, uh, out from Spain, around the world. La Liga uh, has had more than 180 different projects around the world. And in some of them, uh, they have been working with our method, with our uh, tool, uh, 
for example, in the last five years in the United States, with more than 2,000 2, coaches doing coaching education in more than 17 courses around the United States, with the Chinese government, uh, in Abu Dhabi, in Ecuador, in different countries. So is it safe to say that you're, this is more for... Um, expanding outside of Spain, what you do with La Liga? Yes, uh, the idea of La Liga is to to to, to show um, La Liga's branding in all the world, uh, and my my work with them has been to implement projects uh, to help different different countries, different leagues, different federations to implement uh, projects to develop players. Okay, so this is has this has been my my work with La Liga in in, in that. Is it, do you do anything internally for the domestically for the country in terms in the, of in, in the domestic? I have been doing coaching education for the different uh, sport directors of the of the of the different clubs of first and second division. Also, I have been doing coaching education for different um, directors and people that has been traveling to Madrid, to Spain, to to by the by the hand of La Liga. And and last five years, I have been working, for example, with Eibar, Atletico de Madrid, Sporting de Gijón, Osasuna, different clubs. Very interesting. And and was that your when you got into coaching? Is is this where you saw yourself, or did you imagine you might have a role like this, or or how did this come about for you? Uh, can you repeat me, please, the, the question? My question was because, when when you yes. got started in in coaching, did you expect that you would get into a role like this, or did did you? Did no, you have like, no. goals this big? Yeah, look, uh, when, when I started coaching, I was 14. Uh, now that I am 40, I am 46, 32 years uh, like a coach. Uh, I started with little kids and I, I never thought that one day I will be the, the sport responsible of, for example, Atleti Bilbao. I didn't, I, I never uh, dreamed that I, I was going to be working with La Liga, with the Spanish Federation around the world. No, but... Uh, with the pass of the time, all my life I have been looking for a for for a solution for for the problem that most of the coaches had. That was that we, we didn't have method. We didn't know what to do exactly with our teams each day. And I have been all my life looking for this solution. So, uh, eighteen. You, 18, you're talking yeah. about periodization, right? Periodization. Yes, uh, it's not only periodization. Look, when we speak about periodization, in my opinion, uh, when we understand in periodization, we used to say tactical periodization, how to organize. For me, the method is not only the periodization, it's the periodization is how to organize, for example, the macro cycle, the, the whole season, how to organize the different periods, but also what we do exactly in the different in the different training sessions. Look, I, I always I always ask for for, for my, my, my 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 students when I do coaching education, I always ask the same. How many things do you know do you need to train? to develop a football player. And my question is, if you don't have a number, a, a number in your mind, how you can start planning, how you can do any kind of periodization? And other question, if you have really clear how do you want to play uh, football with your team, how many things you need to train in the precision for develop your game model absolutely in the way that you want? How many things you need to train? Look, for me, to develop a football player, you need to work 104 different things. And for develop the game model, depending on what is the game model, you need to work between 24 and 38. This is for me the, the method. 
when you 100 104 items is that yes so is that tactical te technical te tactical? technical tactical and conditional unconditional and, 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 and psychological yeah okay so all, all aspects so just for our listeners that aren't aware like for the parents or kids out there periodization yes. is basically um i'm just explaining i know you know what it is but yes. uh is where, where you set up a plan for the year yes. to cover different work on different aspects yes. so that that's what you're referring to yes. so what are what are some challenges that you see in terms of or in the or opportunities in the near future with what you're doing? Uh, challenge. I think there are a lot of challenges. Uh, uh, depending where we are looking for challenges, I think uh, nowadays uh, soccer and football is getting a very big uh, impact in in the in, in the world. Uh, but uh, with things like COVID and things like this, I think there are more and more people that believes that the most important thing is not only scouting players, the most important thing is to develop players. And this is what I, I used to do, implement a project for, for develop play, players. For example, uh, Canadian football. Uh, in seven years, you, you are going to, to be part of the World Cup uh, project. It's the only way we're getting in right now. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, last, last, uh, last November, I was with the Mexican president, with John De Lucia. Uh, they want to implement a project in Mexico too with the, the US, US Federation with Barry Powell's uh, people that wants to, to, to imp implement projects for, for develop. So I think the challenge is big. I think uh, soccer is getting more and more uh, in, important in the different countries, uh, not only in the typical countries that we have been always playing football. Uh, I think is 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 getting more and more uh, important in different countries. So uh, more challenge for us for implement projects and for develop players. And then when you when you started, you, you know, you talk about the, the work that you're doing now. Um, a a big yeah. part of it is providing organization for coach and giving them plans. Uh, what made you recognize that as a big challenge for coaches? Was that something that you experienced personally? Yeah. Um, a big challenge for coaches uh, nowadays. Uh, I think the big challenge that coaches has nowadays is that we have a, 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 a lot of uh, technologies and we have a lot of, uh, there is more and more business, so more opportunities to, to be professional coaches. And I think the challenge that we have is that we have the opportunity to, to, to have more, more access for the coaching. Uh, some years ago, there was not a lot of uh, countries with a good organization in the coaching education. Nowadays, we have a lot of opportunities. We have been three months at home with the COVID and uh, I have done like this more than 25 uh, in, in, in three months, more than 25 uh, webinars, uh, coaching education in, in different parts of the world from my house. I think uh, the challenge that we have is that we have a very big opportunity to, to, to do a lot of uh, and, and good coaching education. And and and, the, and and we need in soccer uh, more and more coaches. So I think this is a challenge for 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 half a better coaching education for them. Thank you. I see. And it, it, you know, as, as far as your work with with La Liga and La Liga getting started uh, again this weekend, Alex and I always have this debate yeah. in terms of which leagues would you consider to be the the best or the most competitive or the most challenging? Um, and very often we get down to. La Liga or the or, or the English Premier League. What are your opinions on, on the differences between the leagues? Which league do you think, um, you know, I, I suppose is better, or or, or would you would, do you believe that one is better? Yes, uh, better or worse, depending uh, where you put the focus. I think uh, La 
Premier, the way of organization, the Premier is, is amazing. Uh, the organization in everything of the Premier is, 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 is I, for me, is, is the top. Uh, but I think in the field, um, uh, Premier has a, a very good things. For me, the best thing that Premier has is that always there are five or six teams that are in, with options to win the, 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 the Premier. Uh, in Spain, it's, in Spain is is more different. In Spain, there are only two clubs that can win the 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 league. But I think the, the you don't think Atletico Madrid. No, Atletico, Atletico Madrid. I mean, they did yes, it. They yes, did it not yes, no, not too longer. Eight years ago, eight nine years ago. But uh, I guess I'm yes, older than I think. Yes, maybe. But I think nowadays there is um, um, they are not uh, close to to be to win. All the years, and Real Madrid and Barcelona, they are always uh, close to win. Um, I think the difference between the both both leagues is that um, uh, La Liga, I think, has a better level in playing football. The, the level, of the, the 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 general level of the clubs are better, but I think uh, the Premier has more clubs uh, that can do competitive the league, and I and I think are really, it's really different the way of playing football in Premier and in Spanish League. I think so, in, pre- in Premier they are getting more and more uh, outside uh, coaches with another mentalities, with playing another kind of, of football, not so direct style, with direct uh, indirect styles too, keeping the ball, having the managing the, the, the of, the, of the ball. And I think in, in, in Premier things are changing and, and I think they are having more success the last three, four years. So I just wanted to say I, I feel like partly I agree. I, I'm with you. I think La Liga plays the nicest football. Like I remember four or five years ago, Las Palmas was playing Barcelona. And mm. I think Barcelona only had 52, 53% possession in the game. Barcelona won 2-1. Mm. But what I'm getting at is Las Palmas had a lot of the ball, which is impressive, yeah. right? And they were 17th, 16th place at the time. Yeah. But what I was going to say is I feel like La Liga, the reason why the games aren't as close mm. is because like you said they play they they're not they they play more open whereas yeah. in england if you're a weaker team you're going to be more reserved you're not you know you're going to be more defensive keep more yeah. players back yeah. more counter attacking yeah. uh and and i think maybe if la liga had teams doing that more they would have closer games as well yes uh, uh, the game style is is different the english game style is more direct in the in the attack and it's more direct too in the in the dynamic of the defense, more press. Um, in Spain, we keep more the ball. Uh, we uh, we have more the control of the of the ball. We believe more on that. The the type of systems that we use are more occupational system, more longitudinal. We don't play to incorporate. We play to keep the ball and have the space to have space inside. So I think the the, the way of of playing is absolutely different. And for example, in Spain. You have uh, nowadays Kike Setien is, is in Barcelona, but Kike Setien has been, for example, in Las Palmas and with the same mentality. But Las Palmas was not a good team. Las Palmas was a, a team in the lower part of the of the schedule, but they keep the ball. For example, uh, Rayo Vallecano with, with Paco Gemez is the same example. They keep the ball and they were one of the teams in the in the low part of the of the schedule, but they wanted to keep the ball. So I think the style is is is, is different, and I think. It, it, this situation has has had success too with the Spanish uh, Federation with the Spanish national team. You mentioned that uh, 
Barcelona and Real Madrid are really the, the only two teams in Spain with a realistic chance of winning each year. How is that viewed in Spain? Is that is that seen as a problem? Is it seen as a negative? Is it something that they are they trying to make the league more competitive? Is that a goal? No, no, I I, um, I don't think it's a problem. I think everybody everybody knows that this is in they accept that it. yes yes as you can see my english is not very good so no it's very good, no, no, sometimes, it's very good. I am, sometimes i am looking for words and, and i don't take it so but this is this is the idea everybody has accepted that there are two clubs of course atletico madrid is incredible what they are doing not only in the field uh, for me um, the head coach is is, is amazing uh, simeone has been doing a perfect work but why because he knows perfectly what kind of a football style he can do with the players he has and he has taken a very big advantage of this and 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 they are able to win matches and to do something of course absolutely and maybe this the, the season they are going to win the the, the, the champion league why not but it's is not it's not general dynamic it's not all the years you understand yeah, what i mean it's it's the, maybe yeah, maybe this yeah, maybe this there. year because you have costa and costa is perfectly or maybe maybe you have Griezmann in in a perfect dynamic maybe in the defense you are uh, perfectly uh, they, you, they need a lot of uh, things to be to be doing perfect to be in the high high level real madrid and barcelona maybe um, they, they have some moments that are not so good but the talent that they have they have they have 20 players. They don't have 11. They have 20 They have a bigger players. room so for for error. Of yeah. course, of course. So I think this is this is in that way the different. And everybody knows that. But but I think the Spanish league has a very good thing is that between the 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 third four team and the the 15, 16, anybody can win. Yes. Anybody every year win. it changes. So uh, yes. So maybe one team uh, this season. Is uh, the 15, and next season uh, is going to play Europa Europa League. You understand what I mean? Yes. So this yes. is, I think, this is this is because the, the general level is very is very similar in that way. So let me ask you that. I, I just I've I've had this debate. I'm not so much with Rainer, my you know, my co-host, but uh, I've always said I feel this way that if the bottom 10 of La Liga played against the bottom 10 of England. I think La Liga would win. I really do. Like if they did a home and away, tenth uh, versus tenth, eleventh versus eleventh, and you, you know, did an aggregate of all of them, I, I, I think La Liga would win. What, what do you think? Uh, yeah, between the last ten, I, I yes. am not sure. I, I, am, I am not sure, but uh, I will say eighty uh, percent that uh, Spanish league uh, teams will will win. Uh, <laughs> if we if we take. <laughs> I, I, I think I don't say that because uh, I don't say that because uh, I, I, I am I am working in, in this league I say that because I think that if if, if I tell you uh, between the two the five the six best teams uh, I don't have so clear why because I think Barcelona and Real Madrid are going to be competitive and, and they are going to win a lot but I think Sevilla I think Valencia I think um, uh, Atletico Madrid, I think Villarreal, I think um, depending who is going to be the six in, 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 in Spanish league, maybe it's not going to win Tottenham, maybe it's not going to win Arsenal, maybe it's not going to understand me what yeah. I mean. Yeah. So yes, in, I do. In, yeah, in, the, in the bottom, the I have clear, but in the top six, no, competitive. In the top six, 
Premier Premier League is more competitive than Spanish league. In that way, and it, it, you know, we talked about the, all the success that that Spanish teams have had in, in Europe, and, and since you know the two thousands, it, it's been incredible in terms of dominating the the Champions League and dominating yes. Europa League, and and virtually it seems now that there's not a big club in Europe that doesn't have at least one or maybe more Spanish players playing in key roles. Why do you think that is? How did you know Spain in from the the two thousands on become such a dominant force? Yes, I, I think the coaching education, my friends. Uh, I think the work that we have been doing in the, in the the general level of the coaches in Spain is incredible. I am from Basque Country. I am from Bilbao. Uh, here, for example, in Bilbao, we have 149 different clubs in in the area, uh, just in Vizcaya, in the Bilbao area, and 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 the level of the coaches is is is, is incredible. Every in in all the countries, everybody plays uh, football. Look, for example, I have been in in October. I was in Uruguay after I was to Argentina, Colombia, Mexico, uh, United States. Uh, in the first four, everybody played football. But the level of the coaches in coaching education is not so good. It's good, the talent of the players, but there are not so much good uh, coaches. Here in Spain, last 20 years, we have been getting a lot of uh, importance to the coaching education of the coaches. What what are some what are some examples you would like when you say our coaches we have stronger coaches I know you for example Spain I think uh, has the most UEFA licensed mm-hmm. coaches I think in the world I could be wrong yeah. but I think they were up there um, but what what specifically would you when you compare it to another country why is this like why would this coach be better Yes I think because in the, in the focus that we have put in 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 the way of the method we have been working around methods and I think nowadays in Spain. There are a lot of methods, and as there are different methods, uh, we have been teaching those methods. In that way, we have put a lot of uh, interest in the coaching education. We have been uh, in the grassroots football. Nobody can train without not uh, the certificate of the of the Spanish uh, coaches uh, school. And to be, uh, for example, when I when I arrived to the United States. Uh, five years ago, I, I give my elf license just in two hours by online. The, in Spain, in Spain, the lower license, the first license that we take, the level one, is 300 hours, not two, 300 hours. And after I, after I need to do 200 hours practicals. And you understand me? The second level, yes. the second level is 400 hours and 300 hours practicals. And the uh, UEFA Pro, the, the, the level three, the, the biggest level is 600 hours and uh, six month practicals. So w- what does it mean, my friends? We put a lot of uh, interest in the coaching education of the coaches and with methods and with the schools. Uh, all, the year, all the years we in Spain, we have more than 10,000 certificates coaches. So this is why the level, not not only in the first division, in the second division is good. No, no, the level in the, any kind of uh, uh, low divisions, in any kind of under 10, under 8, under 12 kids, it's, they have good coaches. So with that, you know, because I, 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 hear, I hear that so often. How do... Because I hear, for example, Barcelona's academy, yeah. a lot of those coaches that work in the academy, they're not even full-time coaches, they're part-time. Mm-hmm. So how did, how hard is it to, to make it in Spain as a coach because 
it's so saturated and there's so many well-educated coaches and, and obviously the education is, is top-notch. No, because it's cultural. Look, uh, uh, in the United States, 50% of the coaches are professional coaches. So they have a good salary and they live uh, being a coach. In Spain, uh, only 2-3% of the coaches That's very interesting. live 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 with the salary that they make in the soccer everybody in in, in spain the, the general the, the general salary of any coach with under 10 under 12 under 14 is 200 200 dollars month no more 100 150 you do, do any of these yeah no do any of these like only, how many of these coaches would you say have a high aspiration to be full-time is it a lot of no, them is it no, no. a lot of them have no, they, they they don't have aspiration to be professional they no they don't have aspiration to to have a, a professional salary they have aspiration to be a professional coach the 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 dreams of the coaches are not to win money the dreams of the coaches the dreams are for be a professional uh, coach to to be the coach of the high level you understand me what i mean the Yes. The challenge is not the money. The challenge is the success, like a coach. Different mentality. It's another you have to have a lot of passion. So most of that, the most of that, yes, of course. Uh, look, for example, in my in my company, Kimet, I always say Kimet is methodology and passion. I don't believe in soccer without passion and method. I don't know very much Spanish, or very. I know very little Spanish, but I know. Passion para el deporte. I, yes. do, I do remember yes. seeing that. Passion para el deporte. Passion for sport. This is this yes. is your life. I always say the same. When when a little kid born here in Basque Country, for example, everybody present a football ball and Athletic Bilbao shirt. Uh, this is cultural thing, my friend. I, I have had a lot of people from Norcal, for example, coming here to Bilbao, and they told me, Gary, in the same square, they are more than five, six different matches playing together, the kids in the street. Yes, because this is the culture. And you go to United States, to California, and you don't see kids in the in the street playing football. Maybe you see them playing American football or maybe basketball, but not soccer. This is another way of understanding the life. It's not good. It's not better, and it's, it's not different. worse. It's, it's different. different. And and uh, with that Spanish, the, the dominance obviously from from 2008 to 2012, uh, three three massive trophies. Um, since then, the results in terms of winning trophies and going deep into tournaments hasn't been there, although I think everybody would recognize that, that the players and the talent is, is still at an exceptionally high level. What are your thoughts on, on, on the Spanish national team uh, over the last few years? Um, I think they are, they are changing the, the team. Uh, when you have Xavi, when you have the other Xavi, when you have Iniesta playing in the middle, when you have Puyol, when you have these guys in, in this team, it has been easier to win. Uh, the problem that they have, they, they have changed the, the most important players. When, when you want to keep to, to play 4 3 3 with the uh, indirect style, keeping the ball, having the, having the ball, you need players inside that has a very good control of the game. If you don't have these players, is more difficult, and this is the problem that I, the Spanish I'm, selection. I'm spot on. Sorry, I'm, uh, I they, agree with you. 100%. They, they, Sorry, keep going. No, no, I, I wanted only to say that without these important players, uh, it's not so easy, and they have been changing some players. So if you see, 
the players uh, eight years ago and the players the now, uh, there are some of them, but most of them has been changing. And the dynamic, they are trying to do the similar dynamic, but I think they, they are going to need two, three years more, but there are a lot of young players and I think... Um, uh, they are going to have another opportunities to to win. Why not? Another thing very important: the players of the Spanish selection has been very very old to win with Real Madrid, with Barcelona. When they win with the Spanish federation, they win one year. Uh, they win the Europa after the World Cup, after the Europa. Uh, they win a lot of together, and in the clubs they win too. So I think the the ambition uh, changed a little bit. The, the the players change and I think was very important the, the problem that they have with the problem of uh, Lopetegui uh, and the things in the federation has been uh, changing in different things but I think now they are they are, they are, they are going to have the challenge to do so much better I, I, of course I, I'm surprised to hear you not 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 because obviously you, you know know the game inside out but I I, I find for years uh, Spain was trying to play like like you said like they had Xavi and Yesta, and even even within near the end of their run, they were still playing the style. And I, I'll, I'll I'll use for me most recently 20, the twenty eighteen World Cup when they played Portugal. They should have, in my opinion, beat Portugal handily. I couldn't believe it was. I don't know if it's arrogance, if it's we don't we're gonna do it our way, and if we lose, we lose. But I, I remember all the goals that pretty much Ronaldo scored, Cristiano Ronaldo scored against Spain, were all kind of. Yeah. Either a high line from Spain, like they so they lost the ball and they didn't win the ball back right away. And instead of dropping into their half and being you know compact, they were still high up the field, but not really pressuring the ball. And that guy's a beast; he's so fast. And you have PK, who's not quick like that, and, and balls get played in behind. I just yeah. I couldn't believe I was watching. I go this sock football wise in terms of the way they play the game, they're the best for me. There's nobody even close in terms of their ability. But the mentality style, I, do, I, yeah, I, I think they need to change that aspect to, to start winning. Yes, I, I, I agree with you. Uh, and I think it's in the, in the term that I have told you before. Um, but, but I think now they are changing in, uh, in that dynamic, the mentality. I think uh, the, the coach that they have now, Luis Enrique, uh, has really clear what what to change in that in that way, and, and I, I think they have a lot of uh, I think they have a good opportunities to to became to be the national team that they were. I believe it. I think that their their potential is is fantastic. I I, yeah, I, like, I don't know if it's a bias because I'm not even Spanish. I love Spanish players. I just love them on the ball. They're the best ones. Are incredible to watch. So we'll move uh, we'll move forward uh, or move part to. When you were Athletic Bilbao, you were there uh, from 2007 yeah. to 2010. So as a Basque club, you only have roughly a population of 2.5 million, give or take. Um, what is the secret to producing so many great players? Like, I just think to that team, before you answer, yeah. what really, Bielsa was there at the time, but what they did to Man United in Europa League and back in 2012, I can't remember the exact year. Yeah. It was, yeah. Yeah. I I was like, I just couldn't believe what I was seeing. Like they played them off the park, both legs. Like it wasn't even close. So yeah. how do you produce so many players yes. like that? Yes. Look, I was in Atleti from 24 to 2010. Uh, I was six, oh, six years. years. Apologies. Um, 
Yes, six years, don't worry. Uh, first years, I was like a responsible of coaching education in all the Biscay area and the and, and internal area. And after I was the, the, the director of methodology. Look, uh, I think the success that we have is 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 the way the, the way that we teach and develop players. We have a very very big problem is that we don't can we all because we want because of philosophy we only play with past uh, players. We don't have a lot of past players. But I think that we have is a very good academy. And in the Biscay area, for example, the, pro, the, the best project that we have in, in Atleti is not the, our academy. The best project that we have in Atleti is that the 149 different clubs that are in Biscaya, Biscaya is the, the region of, of, of Atleti, the region of Bilbao. Bilbao is a city. The 149 different clubs has an agreement with Atleti in that way, all the class of the area has an agreement with Athletic to take the players from the clubs and wow. go to Athletic. Athletic give them, Athletic give them the methodology. Athletic give them uh, coaches. Athletic give them uh, resources, uh, medical uh, coaches, everything. Um, all the players that are playing in all these clubs wants to be players from Athletic one day. So what we do, the, my first work in Athletic was that. I implement my method in all the 149 different clubs from Vizcaya. So everybody has the same method in Vizcaya, everybody. So in that way, it's easier to take the best players to the academy. And after that is the culture that we have in that way. Okay, of course, we have money too. So as we have money, no as much money as Madrid and Barcelona, of course, but we have more money maybe than the Real Sociedad. Alaves, Osasuna, some clubs that are close to us and are from Basque Country, and sometimes we can take some players for that. Not always, because nowadays, for example, Real Sociedad is doing very well. Osasuna is doing very well too now, nowadays. Alaves now is in first division. Eibar is in first division. As you can see, from the 20 clubs of La Liga, five clubs That's are very passed. impressive. Just, so in, in, just in one hour and a half of by car, we are uh, in all those five clubs. So this is what we have been doing, a very good method. So is, that, is it different than the rest of Spain in terms of like, for example, you know, obviously Madrid's an easy example, but we're, you know, in, in Bilbao, you have all the clubs feeding into one. Is that different everywhere else in Spain? Yes, it's, it's, the, only, it's the only place. Uh, Real Sociedad is very similar to Atleti Bilbao in that way because most of the class of the region of, of the Budqua has an agreement with Real Sociedad. But if you go, for example, for Sevilla and you say, how many clubs do you have an agreement with them? Not a lot. And Betis, not a lot. You go to Madrid, and how many clubs do you have in agreement? Real Madrid, not a lot. Atletico Madrid, a little bit more, but not of them. So nobody has all the region with an internal project with all the clubs together. Nobody. I don't, I don't it's a very know unique model. Okay, so this is the success that we have. Yes, and so in that way, you create a style, you create a model, you create an idea, a philosophy, and and the most important thing, you create an identity. So, hey Ryan, you want to? You brought up the 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 point. Are they ever going to open it up to? Uh, yeah, I, outside players. I, I I wondered about that. Of, of course, Atletico Bilbao they will only select uh, Basque born or Basque raised uh, players. Has there ever been a consideration to, yeah. to, to open that up? Or is there some people who would disagree with that philosophy or is that set in stone? Um, if if uh, anybody changed this philosophy, if any president 
change this philosophy, uh, he can go out from, from his country because if not, he has to, to give away his, uh, no, no, his, his passport. Uh, Sometimes, sometimes, uh, not 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 kill, but I don't I don't I don't know in English another word. <laughs> Less than to, kill to say uh, more. <laughs> Throw it off the More clear. polite. You understand me? What I mean? No, no. There are people. There are people that has been trying to to get uh, in the vision. Um, uh, to say, hey, let's let's discuss about the philosophy. Maybe we need to change. And people always say, I prefer to be in the second division with my philosophy that win in the first division without my philosophy. And this is 90, 95% so it It's got support. Area. It's so not something that's under threat. Yeah. We are proud. Yes. No, no, no. no. We are proud of that. And, and we know when, when before Bos, Bosman, Bosman rule, uh, when in the Spanish league, you only could, uh, can, uh, could uh, have three players from, out from Spain, we win. King Cup, we win leagues. Why? Because the the other teams only had three players out from Spain. So for us was not 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 similar, but we we play more or less in the same uh, possibilities. After Bosman, so for for uh, our users, course, uh, Bo we, we, the Bosman is uh, it was a player basically who allowed a free transfer at the end of his contract. So uh, actually, Ryan, and I discussed yeah. it, the, that that his name will live on forever, and he's actually doing very poorly in life i feel bad for him <laughs> like he, he he's uh struggling like you know he's in poverty i think he has a alcohol problem but anyway sorry for the tangent there the deviation but yeah i just want to explain what the bosman rule bosman rule was he was allowed to leave his club yeah. they weren't really, uh to hold him once the contract completed so you're referring to that um and uh you know on that and ju just you you made this point to me Gary, when we spoke before uh bilbao is the only other club outside of Barcelona and Real Madrid that have never been relegated out of the top division, correct? Yes, this is, this is true. There, there has been only Atleti Bilbao, Real Madrid and Barcelona in all the history of... of Incredible. Life. So on that, I wanted to ask you, because I'm a big Bielsa fan, huge Bielsa fan. He's a little... Yeah. From what I know, he looks like a maniac, yeah. but I, I love him. Like, I love his style, his, the yeah. way his teams play. Yeah. How did he, why did he fit so well... When he came to Bilbao and he was there, and you know they made the Europa League final, um, you know how, yeah. why, yeah, why was it a match made in heaven? Yeah, I think three things was important. Now, uh, nowadays Marcelo, Marcelo is is working with us with Kimet with Ortul uh, in in West Ham to do his exercises what, or, or Leeds. And Leeds I used to West speak Ham? with the, with the, the uh, Leeds, yes, Leeds, Leeds, Leeds yes. United. Yes. Uh, so, look, I think that there was three things. The first thing is that the, when he take the, the team, the team was really com, com, uh, very well worked with, with uh, Caparros. Uh, Caparros did uh, four years of very good work. They, they, they achieved to play uh, King, uh, Spanish King Cup uh, final two. And the, the team was really, really well. This is, was, the, was the first uh, thing. The second is Marcelo. Marcelo uh, understood properly what was the mentality of Basque players, who understood properly what was Atleti. Um, and he's crazy. <laughs> he's a, a, a magic guy. He's, he's yeah, spectacular. Yeah. Marcelo maybe could be crazy, but Marcelo is... They're usually the best, the best, right? A little bit crazy is always that. good. Yes. It's, yes, but, yes, but this is good uh, because all the, all the yes, magic people is true. a little bit crazy. 
And, and Marcelo, and when, look, I, 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 I know a lot of, I know a lot of the, of the, of the assistant coach, of the players that was, was with Marcelo, and, and they called me to say that is, that is crazy, that is amazing, do you that have is any, amazing. Do you have any yes, uh, and, funny stories that you can tell? You don't have to say the players' names, but yes, look, look. For example, no, 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 no. I'm not going, but I'm going to put, for example, one, one example. Um, there was a coach. Uh, he was with me in the in the academy, and when I, I leave athletic because uh, the, the the president changed and everybody changed. Okay, changed the the the, the head coach uh, Caparros and came Mielsa and everybody changed. And one coach that was with me told me, Larry, uh, the president has called me to work, uh, not like a coach with the material, uh, but in the first team. What do you think? And I told him, it's not it's not to be a coach. But you are going to to be working with Marcelo Bielsa. You are going to learn a lot, my friend. So why not? So he was the responsible of organize the field with all the cons that Marcelo Marcelo gave him. And he told me, Gary, I spent more than one hour only to prepare the field <laughs> with the cons. More than one hour. And he told me, this guy is crazy, but he knows more than nobody. So everybody says. This is crazy. He trains a lot. He's all the day. The, yeah, he the trains. Uh, so people positions. sometimes he se separates the players too. He 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 works everything. He mechanizes everything. Mechanizes everything. All the movements, all the details. So sometimes the players used to say, "I'm a player. It's enough, my friend. <laughs> we are crazy with the details." So and 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 the third is that uh, I think they, they have a very good moment uh, between January and, and April in the, the first year because when they start, the first six matches, they only get three points. They were close to go out. But after that, they, do, they did well in the league. And from January to, to April, we were able to classify for the final in, in the, in the kick-up. Uh, we went to Manchester. We went to... To Salke, we went to to Sporting de Lisboa. It was crazy. The, the, the match that we played against uh, Manchester United. You destroyed the, them. It was, was I, I couldn't believe what I was saying. Was you, incredible. It, they looked incredible. that man U team and who had big players compared to the Bilbao player, yeah. they looked like they were from a like a lower division. Yeah. It was incredible. They couldn't get the ball. Yeah. Yes, yes, it was and, and you know the success that we have, and I wanted to, to finish with that, is uh, some players that were created with us in the academy, uh, players like Iker Muniain, players like Kepa Rizabalaga, different, different players that were made with us in the academy, they, they uh, start in the first team with Caparros with a different game style that Marcelo has. And when Marcelo came, they adapt perfectly to the game style of Marcelo. So this is the success that we have in the Academy of Athletic. We don't only use one game model. We develop the player to be able to adapt to the different game models. So the players, when Marcelo Bielsa came, that Marcelo implement a game style to keep the ball, occupational system, longitudinal system, and direct style. With, Marcel, with Caparros, the previous coach was the opposite way of playing, the opposite and they adapt perfectly to Marcelo too. So I think this is what the success. Fair. I, that I, they adapt perfectly. Marcelo adapt for our culture and they did perfectly. I heard a story. 
about the mannequins, like the cones and the mannequins prepping before practice. And a coach, he, uh, Marcelo wanted the cones moved a yard or two yards. And the, the, his, his, again, this is a story I heard that the coach said to him, what's the difference? And he fired him. <laughs> <laughs> that's the story I heard. I don't know if it's true, but, but yeah, no? hilarious. Yeah. So okay. what did you, Ryan, go ahead. Um, you, you, you're obviously, you, you've left Bilbao. What did you take from your experience um, at, at Bilbao that you use today with your, your current role at, uh, at Kemet? Yes. Look, uh, when I arrived to athletic, I arrived with my, with my methodology that I create before uh, arriving to athletic. Uh, so for me, it was a very, very success uh, six years because I, I, I was able to implement my methodology. That was the methodology that we have that, that we share with Biscay area in the academy. And that uh, the, the, more is, the, the, the biggest experience that I, I could have was the work with the high level uh, talent players. Look, for example, Kepa Rizabalaga, Aymerich Laporte. Uh, these, these players has been, uh, has been working with us and they started working with our methodology. Uh, for me, this is, has been the, 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 the best thing that I take in athletics, how to implement our method, not only with all the level class, uh, to implement with high level players and high level club, like in Athletic Bilbao. And the experience of how to develop, how to implement, because when you arrive to one club and you want to implement one methodology, um, you can't train to all the teams. So you need to share the methodology with the coaches. So we create a process to analyze the methodology, to agree the methodology, to create new exercises, to adapt to the different level of the kids, to apply in the training session. It was amazing work during three years. Why? Because it was not only, hey, let's do this. No, no. Let's, what do you think about this method? Let's apply. Let's put your details and yours and yours. And we were 72 different. That's a lot. So you're, you're constant and constantly working. And put... Everything together is, yes, was amazing work. And you do a lot of work today uh, in the United States. Um, could you tell us a little bit, what are they looking to get out of your methodology or what do, do you know, uh, American clubs in particular uh, find value with the work that you provide? Yes, look, when, when I arrived to the United States, uh, I arrived with, with La Liga. And I remember that Kevin, Kevin Payne, the president of, of U.S. Club Soccer, uh, we, we asked him how we can help you. And Kevin told us, uh, show us how you develop players. This is the best thing that you can show us. Because you know developing players and we, do, and we don't know doing that. Uh, look, I think um, we have been doing coaching education uh, in more than with to more than 2,000 different coaches in all the United States, more than 14 different cities. Um, the most impact thing that they have been telling us has been that uh, how we take into account the details. Uh, we have really clear what are the contents that we need to work. We have really clear what are the what is first and what is second, how much we need to work the different contents in the different age and the details of how to use the exercises. For me, the key is that, and I think in, in the United States, what they are looking for is that, how to use the exercises, what exactly we need to work in the different categories and the difference between them and European player is the tactical concept. Uh, the culture in the United States is not close to soccer. It's more close to other sports. And 
they need to work that more. Uh, in the United States, the profile of the player in the physical conditioning is amazing, better than we have. In the technical execution is amazing, better than we have. But in the using of the technique, for example, because one thing is the mechanical execution of the technique, but the other is to get the tactical solution, what is the technical actions action that I am going to use? So a US player has a very good handle managing, has a very good technique, but, but has you not can't, a very you good can't... selection of one technique they need to, Sorry, to, to use. But you, I can't, you, there's yeah. no like fair that they have some good technical players in the US, but I look at the players coming up through MLS. Technically, they still, I understand what you're saying, but they can't be near Spanish quality of technique. I know the, the Spanish players know how to use it, but technique in Spain yes. has got to be number one out there. Maybe Brazil is the only other rival. Yeah. Yes, but, 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 but this is where we need to put the focus. Technique is not execution. Technique is intention execution. So there is not only the execution. In the United States, you work, uh, they work the execution, how to do the things, mechanical execution of the technique. And this is not technique. Technique is... Hello? Hello? This is the important thing that we Sorry, need to Gary, take cut, into account. Gary, and this out. is the key Sorry, that apologies. in the United States, you, it, they it. don't use so, so good in that way. How to use the different technical execution to get the solution of the tactic. And the most important thing that they have is the tactical understanding, the individual and grouple tactic. How to use the space, how to give, okay, fair, how to give fair. support. Oh. Uh, in the United States, the tactic is very collective. Movements, all the, all the time doing, doing movements. And it's impossible to mechanize all the movements in the, in the field, in the match. If the player is not intelligent, yeah, you have to adjust. You are not going to get success yes. to mechanize all the different things. So, and I think this is the I'm focus gonna, they, gonna... they need to put: the tactical understanding of the game, the tactical concept, how to keep the ball, how to progress, how to finish, how to avoid keeping the ball, how to avoid progressing, how to avoid finishing. This is, in my opinion, what they need to work on. I think most of the of the coaches, when we explain how to do that, they they say yes, this is what we need. Yeah, sorry. Uh, our, our app sometimes breaks down like that. Uh, no, I was actually interrupting you to ask another question and you kept talking. Yeah. I'm like, wow, he, he, he he's just going, but you couldn't hear me, which is no problem. All right, all right. Um, so apologies for that. No, but great stuff. So what I wanted to throw a curveball at you. Um, and you have to answer politically in a certain way, I imagine. Uh, but yeah. I found in my experience in Canada, you know, mentoring other coaches, providing coaching education myself, that if a coach doesn't have, it's like a player talent. It's like you can't draw blood yeah. from a stone, right? So if they don't have coaching talent in terms of they run a good session and, you know, they, they can see the little things and adjust, you know, maybe the size of a, a grid, you know, the cones make you a little wider. It, you can give them a lot of coaching education, but it's like in one year, out the other. How, how, what, yeah. would you, what would you be your reply to that with the American coaches you work with? Yes, but, but uh, I agree with you. Uh, but why United States coaches doesn't have talent for big coaches? They don't have talent because in the United States, in the culture, there is not soccer. If you go here to my, to my village and we go to the, to the street, 
you are going to see uh, kids playing football. You are not going to see nobody playing baseball, nobody playing American football. Maybe some of them playing playing basketball, maybe, but you are not very, very good usual. in basketball. You understand me? Yes, we are good, but but how many players are from Spain in the in the Spanish league? Fair. We have money. Yeah. We have money. But how many players? The good players are from from basketball, are from Spain, or are from out? Are from out? Are not a Spanish player? What? Where? Uh, where are the good players? We have a good, very good players in the Spanish selection, but all of them are out. Why? Because here, really, uh, we have a good competition. The the the, the Spanish uh, Endesa, the Liga Endesa, is good because they have money. We have good players because they have been doing this, the the Basketball Federation a very good project to develop the talent. But in the street, there are not a lot of class in basketball. What what I mean is. If in the culture of the United States, the soccer is not a reference and you don't have reference for the kids, it's difficult to be a good coach. But you ha- in the United States, they, they have one thing I think very, very, very good. They have a lot of money and the, the football, the grass football is very professional. A, a lot of coaches are professional. They win money. They have facilities and there are a lot of players. So what they need, I think they need method. There is a lot of people open mind trying to do coaching education, but what they need, good coaches, good teachers. And I think you don't have very good teachers. And this is the the, the challenge that we have, for example, in the United States. It's for that, that for example, when I uh, I came here, all the conventions in January, I do a speaking with, uh, I do introduction of a project with La Liga and with Kimet. And I know, I, I, I can say that I know most of the big uh, companies, people in MLS, in US soccer, in US uh, coaches, in youth, in, in, in US club soccer, in the difference. Um, everybody say the same. We need culture of, of coaching. So I think the United States is going to become, with the pass of the time, a, a, a bigger potential when because I think they are trying to look for good methodologies and good coaching education, but you can't change that in one two years. It's impossible. It's impossible. You need ten years or more. It's similar to MLS. You can put in MLS three, four, five, six good players, but the general level is from people from the United States. So you need to develop the level of these guys. Not only take players from other countries. Is the is the same to to the basketball here, for example? But soccer is growing. Do you believe that there is an opportunity in the United States to develop a well, culture, or will they always be because soccer isn't the number one sport and probably won't, um, you know, probably won't make too much ground on basketball uh, and American football in the near term? Do you, do you think it's possible, or do you think they will hit a wall where it, where the development just cannot carry on? Yes, I, I, I don't think that soccer is going to become the first or second sport in the United States. Absolutely never. No, not never, but it's going to be really difficult. I think they'll have to but, win a World Cup for but, that to happen. Yes, could be. But but I think it's going to develop a lot because they are, uh, uh, they are putting a lot of money. They are doing a lot of things, a lot of projects. Uh, there are a lot of interesting and there are a lot of players and a lot of coaches. It's crazy in your country. You are a lot of people in that way. A lot of coaches. A thousand, a million, a million kids playing football, playing soccer. I think, and, and I always say, you need five, ten years 
to develop in, in a better way. But I think you are going to achieve because the opportunity is really big. And I, I always say in my company, we, put, we have put in my company a focus in the United States. Why? Because the challenge is incredible. And they are looking for that. Nowadays, I am working with Norcal in the developed dynamic with the clubs. And everybody is open mind. And you have the opportunity because you, they control all the, all, all the structure of them with, because you organize the league, not only the federation. Nice. Okay. No, fair. And uh, on that, I thought, you know, what are your future plans in football? How will Kimmet b- build in the future or on the future? Look, now, yes, now in the future, we are uh, 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 implementing. We have now new tools. We have an informatic tool, another new one. We are implementing, we, we are doing a lot of coaching education and we are implementing our method, our, our tool and our coaching education in different parts. Nowadays, we are working with governments. We are go- working with federation. Um, uh, in the beginning, uh, when we were born, we, we used to go to clubs. Nowadays, we don't, we, we don't go to clubs. We, we go to, to federations because I think we have more, more opportunities uh, doing impact projects in, in federation, in local governments, in different leagues, uh, and of course, in, in reference clubs, of course, because we have something that nobody has a methodology and a tool with intelligence. So nowadays we are doing planning with Kimet method in more than 105 different uh, countries and I am not doing the plan. The tool is doing the plan for me, but taking into account the different uh, real situation of the different teams and of the different clubs. So this is the success and the challenge that we have that not other companies has nowadays. Okay. Well, uh, I know Ryan and I got a lot out of this. I, I thank you for coming on, Gary. Uh, it was a great time with you. And uh, I, I know Kimmet will continue to be strong. And I know even myself will be connecting about uh, so I can learn more about it from um, yeah. my role as a technical director. So I appreciate you yeah. coming on today. I know. The pleasure is mine. And thanks for, for thinking that I can uh, give you any good uh, opportunity to to to. to to know a little bit more about uh, of, of football or soccer. So thanks for, for your time to you. Thank you. That yes. was excellent. Yes. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, guys. Take care. Thanks. Bye. Yes. Tune in next week for our final episode of the season. We hope to make it a good one. Actually, a great one. So I hope you tune in.